Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 181. Hey, good morning, everybody. I just wanted to touch base and see how things are going. We, um, I started trying to do the normal podcast, but apparently over the past couple months, I have reorganized stuff on my computer and I couldn't find the intro music. So there is no intro music today. Sorry about that. I, it's, it's ironic because I am sitting here about to do a podcast with you about maintaining calm and not getting super, super anxious during super stressful times. And here I am like about to lose my mind over not finding the uh, podcast intro music. And I just thought, you know what? Who cares? We're going without it today. I don't think anyone's going to judge me for anything that happens on March 25th, 2020, smack in the middle of the coronavirus outbreak uh, worldwide. So, Ooh, it's been a few months since we've released a podcast episode, and I apologize for that. Um, we got busy in our lives. We got busy with things that were happening uh, within the business. Both Nancy and I work for my my primary company, Write, Publish, Sell, and each year during March, we launch the Women in Publishing Summit, and we start that process months and months out. So we've been head down trying to do that, and uh, thankfully, we were able to launch our online conference the first week of March when things were still fairly normal, and then everything else since then has just kind of collapsed around us. So now I find myself with Um, I don't know that I would call it free time because while we do have a lot of extra time in our lives because we are all home um, and not going to dance or other things, I apologize for the screaming in my background. Uh, You know, we're all home with children right now and this is the way it's going to be for the next few weeks, hopefully not months, but few weeks. So it is what it is. I'm trying to continue on with life and trying to just... uh, do things. And before I was interrupted by my kids yelling, I was talking about the fact that we have this time now. But is it really free time? Because now we are finding ourselves in our homes with everyone around us all the time. And while we have, you know, we don't have these other distractions, we do have the distractions of trying to maintain sanity, Um, trying to cope with what food we do or do not have in our home in the moment, trying to decide how we keep the kids active um, and all of these other things. So free time is not really free. It's just otherwise occupied by trying to figure out how to survive, right? So this has been super stressful for me. It's been, I am an introvert. I am used to working from home by myself for at least six quiet hours every day. And all of a sudden, I have three children, sometimes our neighbor children, if their parents, uh, because their parents have been still working, and my husband, all of us inside the house. And the last few days, the weather has been absolutely terrible, raining and storms. And so we haven't even had the ability to escape that to get outside. So it's been challenging. People are strong high. It's, uh, you know, the kids are starting to argue more frequently. It's just, uh, it's hard not to be stressed out in this moment. So I'm writing a post for the Columbia Mom blog about how to um, maintain your sanity, basically some stress relieving tips um, for those of, for anxiety. And it's just been really interesting thinking about everything that's going on right now, because 
while I think I know for me, I'm really suffering from just like massive brain fog from the overload of everything that's happening around us. So while I may have time to like tackle some of these projects, it feels overwhelming to me to even start some of the projects that I wanted to do because I'm 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 grieving, I'm anxious, I'm all kinds of things just piled into one all at the same time and it makes it really difficult to center and stay aware of what's going on. Um, because we don't know when this is going to end. And it reminds me very much of when I was in the hospital with my twins. Um, I was on hospitalized bed rest and, and attached to a monitor for almost five weeks. And I couldn't get up out of the bed except for to go to the bathroom. And occasionally they would let me uh, get in a wheelchair when my husband was visiting and get pushed around the hospital and if it was nice we could go outside for a quick spin but then I had to get back and on the monitors and it was a time just like this we didn't know the babies were in critical condition we didn't know how long I would be on bed rest in the hospital we didn't know I was completely isolated from the rest of the world except for uh, the one or two hours a day that my husband could come visit me when the nurses came in and checked on me from time to time. And um, if if I got a random visitor from a little bit but here and there, but I wasn't a very good host because I didn't know what was happening. I had no idea what the timeline was going to be. I had no idea what the outcome was going to be. We didn't know if both babies would live, if both babies would die, how early they would come. Um, what complications they would have at birth, if they would be able to fix Catherine's heart when she was born. I mean, just all these unanswered questions all the time. And here I was stuck in a bed. I couldn't leave. I couldn't do anything. And, and the timeline was infinite. And it just reminds me of right now. We don't know when this is going to be over. We don't know when this is going to resolve. We don't know what's going to happen. And it's a cause for a lot of stress and anxiety. In that particular time frame, I shut down. I kind of went into a shell. I um, I binge watched uh, CSI because that's what or Criminal Minds. I'm sorry, Criminal Minds. I think I watched every episode of Criminal Minds. And when I would allow myself, I would dream about what the future would bring and what I wanted to do. And most of all, I started making a list of all the things I wanted to do once I was out of the hospital. And that's really when the idea for my blog, No Holding Back, was born, was sitting in this hospital bed thinking, when I get past this, when I get past this, I'm going to do all these things. I'm no longer going to just sit back and let life pass me by. And for a little while, that was, well... Then life happened. For those of you who know my story, the babies were born nine and a half weeks early, very sick. Um, Catherine passed away after two days, and Kara spent 12 weeks in the NICU um, on rocky grounds for a while. So eventually, I did start writing. I did start blogging and um, then would go on to write a book and do all kinds of other things. But at that time, I was purely on survival mode. I thought about the future for hope. But I didn't know what the future was going to look like. And that was scary. So since that happened in 2011, um, I've learned a lot about coping and anxiety and stress and what it does to us and how it can impact us, how it can make us on edge, how it can make us numb, how it can make us just feel lethargic and like we have nothing 
to look forward to some days. And then when you have, and now we're, we, we are all learning new skills right now, whether it's trying to make sure your children are completing their homework, uh, that the school is given or whether you're learning how to homeschool on a different plan or whether you are trying to get your kids, you know, taken care of while you're also managing your business um, with them home. Like this is stressful, stressful times. So I wanted to just kind of give a short um, intro into giving some hope and letting you know some of the tools that I use on a daily basis. Because on this podcast, we've talked about coping skills for children. We've talked about anxiety and mental health for children, but we haven't spent a lot of time talking about it from the mom's standpoint. So the most important thing you can do is just breathe. It's truly that simple. I was really keyed up yesterday, really close to what could have been a panic attack or something. I don't know. And I couldn't go outside and walk. And um, I reached out to a friend who is a mindset coach. And she just told me to stop, to pause, and to breathe. So breathe in four steps. We can all do this to di- together. You breathe in for a count of four. You hold for a count of four. And you release for a count of four. Even doing that one time when you're feeling really anxious will help you calm down. So breathe in for a count of four, hold for a count of four, and release for a count of four. That can help you tremendously. You get more oxygen to your brain. It calms you down. It soothes you. It is very, very calming. Um, The other thing I encourage you to do is to get outside when you can, even if it's just jump roping, if you don't have a lot of space, walking laps around your backyard, maybe walking up and down the street, anything that you can do to get out and burn some energy. Um, There's so much stuff online on YouTube now with dance classes and just dance and um, cosmic yoga for kids and adults. We did that today. That was fun. Yoga programs for adults. Um, I like doing yoga with Christine. I can't remember what her last name is, but I think if you look up yoga with Christine on YouTube, you'll find her. She has a lot of like relaxation type things. Meditation. If you've never considered meditation, um, now is a great time to start. It's just a way to calm your mind, to to slow things down, and to bring you, you know, a different way of thinking of things. And with meditation, there are lots of apps out there that will help you get started and will do guided meditation so you don't even have to try and figure out what you're supposed to try to be doing during that time frame. So any of those things that you can do to help you just um, calm down, there's a great free app called Headspace. If you go into your phone and look in the app store, there's all kinds of meditation apps that are free. Some are just music. Some are just, um, you know, nice sounds. And if you can find the time to just close your eyes and listen to this music, it is really helpful. Um, and, and there are other apps out there that allow you to do these as a family or, um, you know, you could try these things with children as a way to calm down and have some quiet time to, you know, have everyone sit down and turn on one of these guided meditations and do them together. I haven't found a guided meditation yet for families. Maybe that's something I'll, I'll do some research on and see if I can find, or, uh, maybe that's once I learn how to do this, I'll, um, add to it. So, you know, 
Okay, so uh, with the idea of meditation and um, uh, those types of things, you have also things like affirmations and intention setting and things of this nature. So when you're thinking about these, these are affirmations and intention setting are really good because it gives you something to focus on. And if you're having a hard time doing meditation, an affirmation or an intention or a mantra, um, these things are little phrases that you say to yourself that you help you guide yourself through your meditation. So you can do um, an affirmation like, I am a good mother, I am a homeschooling pro, I am a loving person, I am calm. You know, any of these things, they're affirmations. It affirms a belief and you reaffirm this belief by repeating it over and over and over. Um, You know, I helped uh, bring into the world a book called The Mindful Mother's Way, Finding Confidence, Connection, and Calm in the Practice of Motherhood by Sarah Gampo. And I don't think there's ever really been a better opportunity for us to take in this book and and the teachings in it. She teaches about um, simple ways to release anger and calm the mommy monster, practices for deepening the bond you have with your children, and how to honor and celebrate your roles as a mother through different things like eating clean and doing yoga and doing uh, mindfulness practices and meditations and all those things. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes, but you can find it on Amazon. Again, The Mindful Mother's Way. It's a beautiful little book if you're looking for help with these types of things, how to recharge, how to energize your mind, all of this, releasing anger. You know, you may not realize it yet, but but one of the things that's happening right now is that we are um, going through a period of time that is similar to a grieving process, if not straight up a grieving process. We may be angry that, you know, spring break got canceled or we're not able to take a trip we were going to take or that we weren't able to launch a program we were going to launch or whatever it is. It's okay to feel angry about those things. It's been a very disappointing time frame. And, um, you know, it's okay to release the anger. And I'm going to reach out to Sarah and see if she'd be interested in coming on the podcast because I think this would be a great time to have somebody who who actually practices this every day to share with us. Um, So stay tuned for that. We'll probably interview her live on the Facebook page. Um, So the other thing is that, you know, for me, we got the notification yesterday that our schools are officially closed until April 30th. And while on the one hand, it's like, oh my gosh, we have to continue doing this for another six weeks or five weeks, however long it is. It was also a relief to me though, because at least now we have a a, a little bit of a roadmap. I know that this is my new normal until April 30th. I know that the kids are going to be home until then. And I can, and now instead of wondering, is it just going to be one week or two weeks or how long is this going to, going to um, impact us? I know that they are home with me till April 30th. And that allows me to plan a little bit better to look at how we might better structure our day based on how last week went um, to structure my work So that I know, you know, I'm going to have a couple hours in the morning where I'm spending time with the kids and getting them set up with their schooling. And then I can do my work in the afternoon. So, you know, look for these small milestones that can help you plan in a time where planning is almost impossible. Um, 
And then the other thing I would say just for us as moms is that now is the time that you need to reach out and connect with your community because it's you need you need your friends you need your mom squad you need people who you can reach out to who understand what you're going through i invite you to join us on on facebook we have a group called your mom squad it hasn't been admittedly the most active group over time but i'm hoping to change that because if you don't have a network of friends in your area um or people that you really feel like you can reach out to during this time then at least you might be able to join us over there and have a place where you can post your frustrations and get some validation that you're not alone. And right now that's really important. Um, so yes. Okay. So what else? We talked about breathing. We talked about, um, meditation and other mindset, um, ways to keep yourself calm. We talked about getting out and getting away. It's really important to find some time for yourself right now. So I get up before the rest of the family every morning and I go for a walk when it's not raining. And, um, and it really, that walk really helps me calm down. I usually don't listen to anything. Um, because I just need that space for my brain to process everything going on. But otherwise, I might listen to some music. Uh, sometimes I walk with my neighbor and we keep our six feet distance between us. Um, but, you know, it's nice because then it's like an outing with a friend as well as some good exercise. But the benefits of getting out and moving your body are tremendous, especially if you have um, started attacking all the snacks in your cupboard like we have. So... You know, I guess the the parting message here is just to know you're not alone. Know that um, there are some simple tools that you can do just breathing. It sounds so idiotically simple, but it's just a matter of stopping and taking in a really deep breath and holding it and releasing it. And if you've never tried anything like yoga before, this might be a great opportunity to start, especially with some of them that are more centered around mindfulness or meditation. You know, you don't have to believe in the chakras and all of those things if you don't want to, but it gives you something to focus on and a way to channel your energies that are very helpful. So that's just what I wanted to put out into the world today, that we're all struggling right now. None of us are alone, and um, we all just need to try and get through this together. And it starts with breathing deeply, and it starts with finding community, and it starts with saying it's okay to be a little freaked out right now because we're all a little freaked out right now. So we'd love to hear your tips. Please join us over on Facebook in Your Mom Squad or on the Facebook page, Lose the Cape. Um, we are going to try and put out some more episodes on a more regular basis than like one every six months, which has been the case lately, <laughs> but one or two episodes a month to give you something else to focus on than what's happening. Um, and we'd love your feedback. We'd love to know what's going on, uh, in your world and how you're surviving. We've been trying to post funny memes and share things that our kids are doing, um, to entertain themselves so join us on facebook and um breathe breathe we're gonna make it through this i promise